the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this hump day. And uh, what a day. I didn't think this was going to be talking about this today. A surprise announcement out of Fitch last night. Downgrading U.S. debt uh, from triple A uh, to double A, I think it's double A plus, but a, a downgrade from triple A on U.S. debt. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about it. There's a ton of things to unpack in all of this. Uh, 800-951-0592, allamericangold.com. That is the website you need to add to your portfolios. I'm telling you, there is no such, no soft landing is coming. There's a reason why Fitch made the announcement when they did. Uh, as expected, yesterday we told you that the Treasury said, whoops, uh-oh, we got to borrow a lot more money. Today, they told us how they were going to do it, and then... They said we need to even borrow more money. You heard me right. So yesterday they said, hey, we got to borrow more. Today they said, here's how we're going to do it. And Jason, by the way, they need to borrow more. No wonder why Fitch is like, yeah, okay, uh, we got to, we got to at least do something to make it look like we have some form of credibility out there. Yeah, there's, it's going to just be more and more borrowing, Joe, because we know that just the interest payments are ballooning because the actual amount borrowed is ballooning. And uh, this is a cycle that's going to continue. And, uh, uh, boy, it's uh, maybe double uh, A plus. Maybe that gets down to double A before we, before we know it, huh? Well, I, I have my thoughts on all of this. Uh, Janet Yellen Acted like she was all upset and, you know, Goldman and J.P. Morgan. They're like, oh, no, this is, I don't know why they're doing this. And the economy's good. Uh, we had jobs numbers today. It's jobs week. So we had ADP. I remember last month they had a scorcher. This one, not as hot, but still pretty hot. 324,000 jobs created. The funny part was, of those 324, 303,000 are what we, we call uh, the low-pay, you know, uh, service sector, waitress bar, you know, fries with that, paper or plastic. Uh, pretty much the only jobs created according to uh, ADP. We'll get jobless claims tomorrow. We'll get the government jobs on Friday, uh, but the 10-year note, I think, if I'm right, and I, I maybe if I'm wrong, I'm barely wrong. Uh, 412 right now on the 10-year note, which may be uh, the highest in 22 years, but it may, it may not. 
Probably a little wrong on that. Probably maybe the highest in the last maybe 15 years since we went to to zero. Uh, and, and if I'm off, it's not by much, right? There may have been a day here or there where a 10-year note shot up, uh, but it jumped. Remember yesterday, it jumped yesterday because the Treasury said, hey, you know the borrowing figures we gave you? Yeah, throw that out. They said we're going to need to borrow a trillion dollars, more than a trillion dollars in the third quarter, $854 billion in the fourth quarter. Uh, and then this morning, they came out with auction sizes, and just like we said, big increases in longer-term treasuries. And then, Jason, they tried to sneak it past people. If you actually did the math on the increases in auction sizes, Turns out they're borrowing even more money than what they told us yesterday. So uh, it looks very much like we're going to borrow a trillion dollars a quarter, and that who, I don't for how long I don't know. But for the for the third quarter, the fourth quarter, heading into uh, the election year next year, it, it just borrowing now going to be off the charts, and again. Uh, every time the yields go higher, right, the, the cost, right, the amount that we have to borrow, the interest that we have to pay on the borrowing goes up, which forces us to have to borrow more. Uh, the other thing to watch out for, Japan. Uh, we mentioned this the other day, right, that Japan is starting to buckle again. Uh, could we see uh, this spark more problems the japanese 10-year note i know this sounds ridiculous 0.64 which that's huge right uh, japan uh who has even worse debt problems than we have jason remember they were trying to keep rates at zero forever uh they don't want it to go above a half of a percent uh, now the Japanese 10-year note rising, the Japanese yen weakening. Uh, this whole thing with Fitch, we can really see here, this is the start of the breaking down of what I'll call the fiat bond markets. Japan's debt-to-GDP uh, debt is the worst in the world. And so as we're talking about uh, the borrowing here in the United States and then the, the interest on the debt payments becoming uh, more and more unpayable, uh, just imagine, even though Japan's not – their market isn't as big as ours, uh, they were number two for a while. Imagine, you know, them raising their interest rates and, and they're more leveraged in the wrong direction than we are as a percentage. Their, their debt-to-GDP is far worse. So – yeah, there's all these tipping points. Show all these little things every day. There's all these other these tipping points saying, "Oh, look, it's 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 things look bad. Things look bad." I don't see any actual information that says, "Okay, this looks this looks like we're climbing out of the hole." I just don't, I haven't seen it. Well, you know what they say: uh, when you're in a hole, quit digging. Unfortunately, that's the only thing the Treasury and the Central Bank know how to do. We'll be back right after the break. Downgrade Wednesday. Uh, Fitch has downgraded the U.S. debt to double A plus from triple A. Uh, we'll talk about it, but a quick look in at the markets. The Dow down 270 points. The S&P is down 55. The Nasdaq's down 275 points. We've got gold down not a ton. 
Uh, but gold's down seven again. Uh, spiking yields uh, as the Treasury. Man, what, wait, wait till we unpack this. Silver uh, down 47 cents. I'll just say this. It is an all-out buy day. Buy, 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 buy. Uh, we'll get you uh, all that information. We got uh, uh, great gold and silver offering. Let's look here at the bond market. The ten-year note at four one two in rising. Crude oil. Listen, this is. I'll say this about crude oil. We got big trouble. It's down today, but crude inventories, both by the Department of Energy. And uh, the API, the biggest drop in crude oil inventories in the 40 years they've actually been tracking crude oil inventories. One, one group said down 15 million. The other said down 17 million. Uh, either way, uh, crude, which has been on a huge, huge rally, a little profit-taking today because of what's going on with bond yields. Uh, but the inventory situation in crude oil getting much, much worse really quickly. And again, this is big. You know, this isn't some analyst out there saying, hey, I, I think the U.S. should be ground. No, this is one of the three credit rating agencies. We're now two out of three now have downgraded the U.S. credit rating. Uh, and obviously the other one's coming. And I know China's largest credit rating, they downgraded us a couple of months ago. Uh, this market looking really precarious here because everyone's scratching their head. Right, it, what, what, what's happening? You know, the jobs number still, you know, really the 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 big number that still says everything's okay. And I'm telling you right now, everybody that I talk to, all of my friends that are in the service industry, everything has slowed down. Uh, Yum Brands today, everything slowed down. Customers are are they're still coming. But they're buying the cheap stuff. Coke, same thing on their earnings announcement. Yeah, we're, we're, there's still people buying, but they're, they're downgrading. Uh, JetBlue, the first, actually, the, the first, uh, maybe the second of the airlines now saying, uh oh, customer traffic just started dropping all of a sudden. I, I, I'm just saying, you better be careful here. Uh, check out our friends at Y-Refi, right? They, hey, they don't care about interest rates. They don't care if the Dow's down 300, 500, 4,000, 5,000. They don't care. It's a fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. And remember, you got to have a minimum of $50,000. But, Jason, why now? Right? I think everybody can understand why the downgrade happened. I mean, just look. Right? Let's look at what's happened. Uh, we look at the national debt. Uh, we added, we've already added oh, almost a trillion and a half dollars just in the last 60 days. Now, there was a debt ceiling and all that stuff. 
But the Treasury did two things over the last 48 hours. Number one, hey, you know the debt projections? Yeah, those were wrong. We need to borrow more. And it was a lot more. Think about uh, August and September. Just those two months alone, $275 billion more. I mean, if, if you did that, Every two months, Jason, that's $1.6 trillion added to the debt. I mean, right? I mean, think about it. I mean, that's, we're going to have a debt of over $2 trillion this year. The question for next year is, is it going to be $3 trillion or not? Really, that's the only question, is, is what is it going to be? They also said, by the way, we need more money in our checkbook. So it used to be, used to be. Go back to when I started. The Treasury liked to have about $250 billion in their checkbook. And then it went to $400 billion, $500 billion. It's been $600 billion for the last three, say, three years or so. And, and there's a reason why they do it. Right? When they get to the debt limit, they take the quote-unquote emergency measures, and they know, hey, we've got $600 billion in our checkbook plus emergency measures. Hey, that can get us 90 to 120 days. Between what's in our checkbook and all the emergency measures, like not funding pensions and all this other stuff, uh, they, they, they have a way to get them, you know, three to four months. Now, we know... That the new debt ceiling is essentially the inauguration of the next president. So January of 2025. They let it be known today that the new checkbook balance needs to be $750 billion. And they want to get this done by the end of this year. Because they know, hey, next year it's going to be bad. But when the next president, whoever that is, gets into office, we will be at the debt ceiling already. And they want to be able to go 90 to 120 days to reach a deal. So, Jason, this is another huge problem because what the Treasury is saying is, hey, what used to cost $600 billion plus emergency measures now cost... 750 billion plus emergency measures. So, uh, when you really think about it, that's a huge increase. That's a 25% increase in how big their, their, their pocketbook needs to be, uh, just to be able to, to do the same thing. This just tells you how bad inflation really is and how bad the problem is really going to be. And on top of the inflation and spending problem that you're talking about, uh, I think over the last year plus, uh, you know, we're waiting for this job destruction the Fed is wanting, right, Joe? So they stop raising rates, you know, so-called. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what we've been seeing a lot of is, is people losing jobs and getting lower-paying jobs. What does that do? That means in transition you don't get tax revenue. And when someone gets moved from one job to a lower-paying job, there's less tax revenue, so I think that you know you've you've talked about you know tax revenues going down already, Joe. 
you're compounding the spending inflation problem that the government's having with less revenue. So, and uh, so it's, it's a it's a snowballing problem. Probably has, has a major reason why they miscalculate how much money they need to begin with. Yeah. So Fitch said in their release, not only did the is the current situation bad. And a lot of their stuff, they were going back, they were looking at 2018, 2019, 2020. But here's what they said about what they see coming. And this is the most important part. Fitch expects significant financial deterioration over the next three years. And when what are they talking about? They're talking about the national debt. We are in the debt spike spiral that they don't want to admit. Uh, the idiots at Goldman Sachs, or you know, last night because all they got, well, they were trying to downplay this. We still see debt to GDP is six percent. Now it's funny. They used to tell us that if the debt to GDP, when what does that mean? That means the the annual deficit. If it's two percent, that's you know two percent seems to be one of their favorite things. It used to be if it's two percent of GDP or less, that's okay. In other words, we can we can spend two uh, percent more in debt than what uh, uh, as a percentage of GDP and not cause a problem. This year, GDP is about I don't know twenty three trillion or so. I think we're going to be just under 10%, right? We're going to be somewhere in that 2, we could get to 10%, somewhere between 2 and $2.4 trillion of debt for the year. Now think about last year, Jason, it was only $1.4 trillion. We're looking at about a 50% increase in the debt in one year. The problem is next year's number, we're going to be Way above ten percent, nowhere close to the uh, you know the the numbers that the Federal Reserve would say are healthy. And according to Fitch, they expect this trend to continue to grow year after year after year. So it is it, it really is uh, interesting. And then they talked about uh, the standoffs on debt limits, uh, last minute. Resolutions eroding confidence in, in fiscal markets. And Jason, I think it's a whole lot more than that. There's a lot less confidence in fiscal markets right now. Just look at what the BRICS are doing. Uh, look at all the gold buying. Gold buying continue. I know they're trying to tell you it, it's slowing down. Jason, it is not. Uh, these countries piling into gold continuing for a reason. Yeah, and, and the the Fed is not printing money and giving money out, so you know you don't have that free, you know, liquid action going on like we've had for so many years. And quite frankly, most of these other nations are not buying it anyways, right? So, so it's uh, it's it's kind of like the room where there's the bad thing that nobody wants to say. Everyone knows the bad thing is right there, but nobody wants to say it, which is we don't want dollars anymore. We want to move away from dollars. Hey, I got a pile of them. Would you buy them? But you can't say it out loud because then everybody else will sell their dollars and it'll crash. So it's uh, it's 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 he who cannot be named, you know, the U.S. dollar. 
U.S. Treasury show, and it's, it's it's coming to a head. I mean, it, we've been looking at this for years. It's it's it always happens with fiat currencies, Joe. It's they always fail, and this one, I don't know how big of a failure it's going to head towards, but it's it's coming. Nobody wants these. Nobody wants nobody wants these treasuries. They act. They try to act like people want the treasury. Who's who's buying them, Joe? Who's buying this stuff? I know they're buying. I guess some higher interest stuff to get rid of the lower interest stuff to keep their books a certain level. But I mean, China started. China was the number one holder of it for a while above Japan, and then they've they've been selling, selling, selling. Japan, Japan, uh, when they stop stop buying, you know, when they start to sell, watch out, right? I think Japan's in trouble. There's really we're we're listen, we're, we're not very good. Japan's in big trouble. I don't know a way out uh, for them, uh, and, and it's going to lead to. And again, look at today, the ten-year note now, you know, four one two, four one three, and we, we, Jason, I've been telling you, it's going higher. Not even if the Fed, forget about the Fed even raising more, it's going higher because of how much more debt needs to be sold. And like Jason said. The two biggest buyers, China and Japan, are now net sellers. They are sellers. Uh, where is all the buying going to come from? We knew that the banks, remember the banks had $2.5 trillion saved up. The last number we saw, it was down to $1.8 trillion and falling. Uh, th- th- it w- we're running out of rope here. When we get back, I'm going to break down... Just how much of an increase in these auctions the Treasury said is needed, that's coming up next. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason uh, here on this Wednesday. It's a sad day. It really is. Um, we don't, We shouldn't be here. There's no need for us to be here. This is just greed and, and just... Really gross inept ineptness. Uh, putting these bankers in charge was a horrible idea. Uh, we need to end the central bank. Uh, I just don't know uh, why it is that we continue to allow them to steal from us every single day. And now the creditworthy, uh, the creditworthiness of this nation's at stake. And, and, you know, we sit there and like to tell everybody, oh, we've got the best uh, fiscal markets in the world and everybody buys stocks. And, and uh, this, this, is, this is really, you know, I think B of A said it the best. They, they came out, uh, and I want to give credit to the guy at B of A, uh, Michael Harnett, calling this the era of fiscal excess. And this is really what we're paying for. We haven't even paid for it yet. We're getting ready to. Fitch has just warned everybody, get ready, because now you're going to have to start paying for it. And the Treasury this morning, let me let me just lay, uh, lay it out for you. It appears now that we'll have to borrow more than a trillion dollars a quarter, at least for the third quarter and the fourth quarter, uh, we'll see what happens. And I don't see it getting any better. Now, do I think that now the way some of this works in fairness, right? We won't borrow a trillion dollars in the first quarter unless horrible things happen. 
just because how some things fall, right? So, so I don't want to sit there and say, "Hey, next year we're going to have a four trillion dollar uh, deficit," because I don't think it'll be four trillion. I think it's going to be real close to three, right? which is already bad enough. But let me give you an idea of what they're talking about. The Treasury this morning said that next week we need to borrow a hundred and three billion dollars in longer-term securities, and this is what they call the quarterly refunding auctions. In other words, hey, we need to, we need to get more money in the checkbook. Now, I, I've already told you that they want to take the checkbook from $600 billion to $750 billion. That's not that. Okay, they're not even to the $600 billion yet again. But here's what they're saying. Here's how they're going to do it. Three-year notes, 10-year notes, 30-year notes. By the way, the size of these, much larger than what most dealers were anticipating. And again, why are yields rising today? Because they're like, man, how the heck are we going to sell all of this stuff? So here's how it's going to break down. $42 $42 billion in three-year notes on August 8th. $38 billion on August 9th of 10-year notes. $23 billion on August 10th of 30-year notes. By the way, uh, that's up. Every one of those is up from the last quarterly refinance. Of course, that, that makes sense. We, we understand uh, what that is going to look like, but they weren't done. Now, we thought that was all we were going to get. Uh-uh. The Treasury also announced that they will increase the auction sizes of the two-year and five-year notes every single month by $3 billion a month. Okay, so that's, well, that's an extra $6 billion. They're not done. Then we're going to take the three-year note, not this quarterly one. That quarterly one that I just gave you earlier, that, that's, that's a one-off by $2 billion a month. So let's see, okay, that's six, that's another $8 billion. The seven-year notes by a $1 billion a month. The auction sizes now for the two, three, five, and seven-year notes will increase by $9 billion, $6 billion, $9 billion, and $3 billion because they, they auction these weekly, right? So, so think about what we're talking about here. Tens of billions of dollars every single week, every single month, month after month after month, but they weren't done. We're going to increase the 10-year notes by $3 billion, the 30-year notes by $2 billion, the 20-year notes by a billion. They also said they're going to increase the, uh, the, the size of the two-year FRNs by $2 billion, and, and the October one by $2 billion. Jason, they just basically went down every single auction of two-year notes or longer and blew up the size 
of every single one of them, just like we told you was going to happen. But the problem was they did it by a lot more than all of us expected. And I guess the question is who's going to buy it, but maybe the fact that they're going to do this, they're expecting there to be buyers. And the only thing I can think of is that other currencies are going to collapse worse than the dollar. And so this is like the only game in town. That's, that's the only thing I can think of, Joe, because who really is going to want it, right? Well, again, I think the problem is we can get buyers. That's actually not that hard. How do you get buyers? Drive the rates up. Right? Hey, you want a buyer? Yep. Hey, there'll be plenty of people that'll buy a tenure. Give me 7%, I'll buy it. Right? Give me 8%, I'll buy it. There'll be buyers at the right level. The problem is, how high is that level? And then, of course, the other side of it. Well, gosh, the higher that goes, the more we got to issue. Because, well, let's face it, right? We, we've got a debt problem. We, we're... we're we're almost, what are we talking about? We're going to be over $33 trillion this year, or I mean this month, right? We're going to be well over $34 trillion by the end of the year, maybe $34.5 trillion before the end of the year. And next year, by next December, Jason, we're going to be talking about $37, $38 trillion, and that's if nothing goes wrong. I guess with the buyer side of it, Joe, Joe is is at this point in history, at least versus anywhere else in our history, don't don't the buyers have to be considering that maybe they're not going to get paid back? As, as zany as this thing is getting, that, don't you have to think? Well, I don't know about ten years. Yeah, the high interest rate is appealing, but will it get paid? You know, what guarantees I, do they I, have I, of yeah. getting paid? And I, I think that that isn't an issue as far as we have a print press. The problem will be, what does it buy? Right? Yeah, you gave me 5%, 6%, 7%, but it doesn't buy anything. That's the big problem. Take the Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason coming right back with a huge opportunity in gold and silver right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason here on a downgrade Wednesday uh, as Fitch has downgraded the U.S. debt from AAA to AA plus and then said significant deterioration is expected over the next three years of the Treasury uh, just blew everybody out of the water today with how much more debt needs to be sold. Uh, this is something where I, I hate to see it because it's like a, a, a self-fulfilling prophecy because when you do something like this, this drives up rates because, you know, supply and demand. Way too much supply, not enough demand. Well, the problem with that is, is, as those rates go higher, that means we need to pay more, right? That means the interest payments go up. We already know twenty fiscal year 2024. So fiscal year 2023 ends at the end of September, right? So we've got, you know, less than 60 days left in, as far as the government's concerned in fiscal year 2023. Fiscal year 2024, interest on the debt will be over a trillion dollars. Like I said, it will be real close. The debate will be... Will we spend more on interest 
than we do on Social Security next year. That's going to be the debate. And by unfortunately, by 2025, it'll be the biggest line item that we have. And the more we have to issue, the higher the debt, the interest payments go, which forces us to issue even more debt, right? It's That's that spiral that Fitch is warning about. Uh, investment demand for gold uh, skyrocketing up 20% in the second quarter alone. Uh, overall gold demand up 7%. Year over year, but investment demand, Jason, up twenty percent. Uh, just kind of letting letting everybody know this is what the 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 and, and this does. Hey, yeah, it's great. You guys call up like we we're gonna we have ten dollar liberties on sale today at a thousand and seventy dollars, and people are gonna buy them. That's great. But to get investment demand numbers like these, Jason, that requires large central banks buying a, a, a crap load of gold. Yeah, gold is going to have a more essential role as time goes on uh, because, you know, things are, are, are unraveling. And when things unravel, everybody, you know, all the players, even if they're working together, they have to they have to figure out how it's going to work. And gold is always that it's the safe haven. So it's where everyone goes when, when everything else is, is less trustworthy. Gold is always, you know, every, people who know, and understand it, know what gold is. So it's always there, even for the guys that say they hate it. You know, how long ago was it, Jen? That wasn't that long ago, and banks were calling it a relic and laughing at it, and right, you know, right. and barbaric relic. And now they're talking about it, well, because they they have friends and family members too that that are trying to help. You know, if gold is a good place to go, they're going to make sure that friends and family gonna, are going to go there, Joe. Yeah, U.S. $10 liberties. These are the coins from 1866 to 1907 when our currency was actually backed by gold. By the way, the the pre-1933 U.S. gold is classified differently. Not by us, by the government. Uh, when we do, we do gold and silver IRAs here all the time. We do precious metals IRAs all the time. Guess what you cannot put in there? Pre-1933 U.S. gold. I can put anything else. I can put gold bars in there. I can put maple leaves in there, Krugerrands, gold eagles, buffaloes. I mean, you name Right, Jason? I mean, you, you, oh, there's almost nothing you can't put in there. But pre-1933 U.S. gold. Why? Well, because they categorize it differently. It is the most private way to own gold, period. And there's been a lot of speculation about what's going to be uh, with this digital currency. And is it going to be partially gold back? Are they going to use a basket of commodities? What are they going to use? Just remember, when our government confiscated gold from the people in 1933, they always leave loopholes. The loophole was the only gold you could keep was collectible gold coins. Guess what the federal government recognizes as a collectible gold coin? You guessed it, pre-1933 U.S. gold. It's the only coins you can buy, sell, trade. You don't have to worry about 1099s and any of that stuff. You're kind of on your honor with it. Today we've got the half-ounce $10 Liberty at $1,070. 
That would be like, if you had two of them, that would be $2,140. I mean, gold's like $1,940. It's just a couple hundred dollars over. That's a huge, that's a fantastic deal. $10 liberties at $1,070. Yesterday we ran those rolls of silver dimes at 100 bucks. Silver's down 50 cents. Guess what? Rolls of silver dimes at $95 today. So two great ways to get in there. And, and, and you think about on the dimes, you think about what a great deal that is. You're talking about buying silver at $26.57 an ounce uh, at $95 on rolls of silver dimes. Dude, that's why we're the best there is. Uh, we've been doing this for what? Gosh. 27, well, you know what, we're approaching 30 years in business here in a few more years. 27 years we've been doing this. 800-951-0592. This isn't coincidence. You think it was by accident J.P. Morgan had to say, yeah, gold's going to be at record highs next year. And then all of a sudden Fitch comes out and says, we're downgrading U.S. debt. And then the Treasury comes out and says, oh, my God, we've got an avalanche of debt we need to roll over. 800-951-0592. Jason and I will be right back after this. Welcome back to Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. Joe, dimes this cheap. Uh, I'm surprised we weren't smashed with calls yesterday. Uh, you know, cheap silver, cheap silver. Get it whenever you can. Just you got to buy it. You have to buy yep. cheap metals. And we said good old days. This is literally the bet, the moment. You know, this time frame where gold and silver is going to be the best buy as a, as far as timing it. Yeah, maybe it gets a little lower in a month, or maybe it gets higher a little bit. We're here. We're, it, it's right now. And and Joe with the, with the the little things, you know, downgrades and credit and all these things. We don't know what the tipping point is when gold just decides, okay, it's time to go ahead yeah, of inflation pre- coming back. Yeah, th- yeah, this is a premium that blows the good old days out of water. You don't buy government hallmarked anything for that close to spot. Uh, to buy government hallmarked silver and 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 uh, be able to buy it this close to spot, uh, th- that's a huge opportunity. Plus the fact, how we're going to need it. This thing is... This thing is Here's the the problem. On the outside, everything it looks okay. It looks gradual, doesn't it? This is classic. How do you go bankrupt? It's classic. It's classic. It's gradual at first, and then all of a sudden, we just haven't hit the all of a sudden moment. But when that moment comes, look out! Already housing the third straight week in a row. Housing uh, applications, they're dropping 3% a week. Uh, and now, I mean, think about today, right? The 10 year olds even higher today. Uh, they're saying foreign buyers now are leaving uh, the market. It, it really is uh, a, a thing where I just don't see this good ending they keep talking about. It's never happened. They've never, like I said, if they had pulled it off once or twice, maybe I could be on their side. They just never have. And then, uh, really, Fitch, okay. You know, let's face it. Fitch should have done this a long time ago. Uh, and, and the timing is, I'll, I'll agree. Uh, but I, here's the thing I have about it. I think Fitch realizes 
God, if we wait 90 days, if we wait six months, and the, the recession is here and we do it, it'll be even worse. At least if we do it now, uh, the markets, they might not have a great day, but at least they're able to survive it, right? Could you imagine if we were talking about uh, here it is, January or February, and we're in a full-blown recession and they made this announcement, right? The Dow would be down 1,500 points. So I, I view this as a positive spin on a negative outcome without a doubt. And the the, the big thing for us is... That it, it, it happened, I think, at a good time here. You got $10 liberties at 1070 You got rolls of silver dimes at $95 at 800-951-0592. Take the time. Add to your portfolio. Uh, what are we really talking about here? How big of a problem is this going to be? And how big are the deficits going to be? And, and really also talk about the Japanese markets. And could that be the catalyst here? Uh, be prepared. Keep adding 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.